What's up, beloved, and welcome to the Bible Study Go. I'm so glad you could join us today. I realized today that a whole lot of people are getting saved, and that makes me happy. That gets me so excited beyond belief more than you can ever imagine. But what I also realized is that a whole lot of people are getting saved without giving the proper tools or giving the proper instruction on what they need to do next or, you know, the, the next steps that need to be taken. A lot of people are leading people to Christ and, you know, they're telling people about Christ, but they're not really telling them what they need to do after they have accepted Christ into their lives. So today, we are basically going to be doing a study on, I'm saved, what do I need to do now? You know, we're basically going to explore what the Bible says about what needs to happen next now that you have received salvation. But before we do get started, I just want to add this one thing in there. If you have received salvation, you know, you're new to the faith, you have accepted Christ, welcome to the family. But I want to encourage you to go out and tell somebody. Tell somebody what you did. Don't be afraid of letting, don't be afraid of telling anybody that you have just received Christ into your life. And the reason why I want to express encouragement to somebody in doing this is because it's basically going to be like an exercise for you. It's going to basically help you not be ashamed of going out and telling others about Christ like a lot of people are today. Just one more thing. I'd like to say thank you to all of our subscribers, you know, everyone that tunes in and listens to the Bible Study Recorder. And if you tuned in, you know, you love our messages, you like what you hear, I just want to encourage you to, you know, feel free to like, comment, subscribe to any of our social media pages or posts. Jesus tells us in Matthew chapter 6, verse 6, you know, that when we pray, go in, go, go in private. You know, close your door, go in your closet, but, you know, pray in private and talk to your Heavenly Father. Spend some alone time with your Heavenly Creator. But it's not the alone part that I want everybody to get from that. It's the aloneness and the, the, per, the personal private time. You can get more personal with somebody when you're alone with them. You know, because then you, it's, it's just you and that person. You're not so ashamed of being open and, you know, wide open with yourself with this person because there's not a whole lot of people around. It's just you and this person. You have the opportunity to be as intimate and personal as you can get with them. And I'm bringing up the scripture because I want someone to understand who just received salvation that this is one thing that you need to do when you just receive salvation. You need to spend time with God. You need to sit down, have some personal one-on-one -on -one time with God. Now, this is an important thing to do when you just got saved because when you spend time with God in prayer, you're basically talking to Him. You're being personal and intimate with Him. And when you're doing that, you're when you spend time with God, period, whether it's in prayer or reading His Word or just feeding that, that inner spirit man in you, you're basically basically doing just that you're feeding that inner spirit man so that way not only are you recognizing your spiritual gifts not only is the holy spirit exposing your spiritual gifts to you but you're also you know enabling that that part of you that hears the holy spirit so clearly and fluently so that way you can understand god's direction and his will and his plan for your life but i want to i, I want to emphasize this you will not grow if you are not spending time with god that's all i want to say moving along in Psalms 119 verse 11, David is describing how important the word of God is to him. And what he's basically saying in that scripture is this, Thy word have I hidden in my heart so that I won't sin against you. The you he was talking about in that scripture, that you person was God. He was telling God, Lord, your word, I've hidden it in my heart. I made it so personal to me that when I read it, I do everything I can to keep it in me. You know, I study it, I meditate on it, I memorize it. So that way I'm not sinning against you. I'm not doing wrong against you. But that's not what I want everyone to see from that. When you do like David said, you know, you study God's word and, and 
carry it in your heart. Not only are you learning what God likes and don't like, you're learning more about the God you serve. Also, when you study God's word and find out what it says, you're also learning the purpose of Jesus Christ in your life. The other important part of studying God's word when you just receive salvation is that when you study the word of God, it teaches you and gives you guidance on how to live a successful Christian life. And by success, I'm not talking about, you know, wealth. I'm not talking about finances. I'm not talking about the things that you get. I'm talking about the intangible things. I'm talking about when God can look at you and say, I'm pleased with you. That's the definition of success. When God can look at you and say, I am pleased with you. So when you just receive salvation, not just, don't just only spend time in prayer. Don't get me wrong, that is a very important thing that you want to do. But also, take the time to read God's Word. Do both, as a matter of fact, because what I mean by that is this. When you read the Word of God, pray. Lord, I don't know what, I don't know what you're talking about in this. I, this doesn't make any sense to me. You know, talk to Him. And He's going to allow someone who was given to you the minute you say yes to salvation to wake up inside of you. Now, I'm not going to say wake up, to, to come inside of you and to basically help you understand the scriptures that you're having that you're struggling with amen next peter tells us in first peter chapter 2 verse 2 to desire as newborn babes in christ you know someone who just received salvation to desire the pure milk of the word so that you may grow and what that scripture basically means is this go after the things that the word of god says will help you grow and mature as an individual in christ but what i want everyone to get from that is this Watch out for your spirit, man. Go after the things that help build up your spirit, man. Like praying, reading the word of God, or just to take it a step further. We're going to talk about this. Cutting off certain people. Watch, being very watchful over what you entertain. You know, cutting off the TV sometimes. You know, stopping certain conversations. Entertaining certain conversations. Because some conversations you need. Going to church, which is another one we'll talk about. But watch out for your spirit, man. Do the things that help your spirit, man, grow. But some may ask, Isaiah, what do I have to do to get this spirit man inside of me that you keep talking about to grow? The answer to that can be found within the Word of God. And my answer to that would be this. Study the Word of God to find out what the Bible said. This is what Peter was talking about in that scripture we, was just, we were just talking about. Study God's Word. Figure out what's good for you and what's bad for you. And most of the time, just as a little, just as some help, if you're studying it and you're having a hard time understanding what's good for you and what's bad for you, find out, study all the things that God had an issue with that we were doing. And when I say we, I mean we as a as a human race. Find, study and find out some of the things that we were doing as a human as human beings that God was not cool with, that he had to shut down, you know? Study those things and ask God for his help and to give you wisdom and revelation on that so that way you can find out what you're doing in your life that he's not cool with that he's trying to get you to cut out so that way your, your inner spirit man can grow you can hear from this holy spirit the way you need to and not just that so you can also you know start acting more mature or start stop doing certain things that you know that you don't need to be doing you know stop entertaining certain people that you don't need to be entertaining but to also not just spiritually grow but physically and naturally grow as well next the writer in the book of hebrews chapter 10 verse 25 basically tells us and i'm just going to cut straight to the point do not forsake fellowship and what that basically means is you know be a part of a church family be a part of a church family this is important for you reason why is because this is something that's also going to help you mature and grow as well so just as a little advice for someone who just has who just got saved you know the next time you're in prayer ask God to show you 
the church that he wants you to be a part of so that way you can continue to grow in him. Next Peter tells us in the book of 1 Peter chapter 3 chapter 3 verse 21 that baptism basically represents not the removal of dirt not being physically washed clean but spiritually washed clean but baptism also represents the washing away of sin and the pledge of a clear conscience towards God so another thing you want to do if you just receive salvation you have to be baptized baptism like we just talked about baptism represents the washing away of sin just to add another one in there Colossians chapter 2 verse 12 also describes baptism as dying with Christ you know being dipped underneath the water we died with Christ and when we were raised from underneath the water we were also being raised as a new being in Christ as well so that's another reason why we need to be baptized. Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 33, don't be deceived, evil company corrupts good habits. So what that basically means is this, the people that you that you keep around can hinder your walk with Christ. So another thing you want to do if you have just received salvation is this, be willing to cut certain people off, you know? If that person or if these people, no matter who they are, you know, if they pose as a potential threat to your walk with Christ, be willing to cut them off. And especially if they are encouraging you to do things that contradict a Christian life, this is someone that you do not want to keep around. Better yet, they are not worth keeping around. Next, Paul tells us in that same book, 1 Corinthians, but now we're in chapter 12, verse 7, that the Holy Spirit brings the He brings spiritual gifts to us all, not just not just to profit as you know as individuals, not just for our personal benefit, but for the growth of everyone, you know, as a as a body in Christ, as a body as the body of Christ. I just can't talk today. And what I want everyone to get from that is this: when you spend when you're spending time with God, you know, ask God to show you what your spiritual gifts are. You know, because just like Paul said, our gifts wasn't given wasn't given to us just for our personal gain. It was given to us to help us edify the body of Christ. Whether you believe it or not, God has a plan for your life and he also has a spiritual gift that he imparted in you when he allowed his Holy Spirit to come down and live inside of you. And that spiritual gift that God has given you goes hand in hand with the will and the plan that God has on your life because that when you use that spiritual gift and when you discover what God's plan is for your life, what his will is for your life, that gift is going to help you thrive in that area that God needs you to be in. But also keep in mind though, like I just said, it's not just for your benefit. This is just this is to also help out, help you know, help grow and edify the body of Christ. And keep in mind, when I say the body of Christ, I don't just mean your local church, that church down the street. I'm talking about every Christian all over the world. Every bit, every person that proclaims the Lord Jesus Christ is a member of the body of Christ. And when you utilize that gift that God has placed in your life, and you discover and walk in His will and His plan for your life, He will use both to edify the body of Christ. Finally, Jesus tells us in the book of Mark chapter 16 verse 15 to go out into all the world and to preach the good news to every living creature. Go out and tell somebody about Christ. You know, you may not experience a whole lot of people wanting to be willing to, to, to receive salvation, but your job is just as simple as this. Go talk to somebody about Jesus. That's going to be all you need to do right there. I have witnessed some amazing things just simply talking about Jesus. Some weren't so good and some were absolutely great, you know? But don't be afraid to tell others about Jesus Christ. Don't be afraid to represent who Christ is in you. 
you know, as you go to work or as you're, you know, you're talking on the phone, when you're interacting with friends, when you're doing certain things, when you're even going to the store, don't be afraid to let Jesus Christ show who he is in you. And we were about to end, but uh, I feel the Lord dropped this one on me as I was getting ready to close. Sometimes you can minister who Christ is by not saying nothing at all. And what I mean by that is this, you know, you don't take part in certain conversations. You know, you, you don't you don't fully agree with certain things. You don't hang around certain people. You don't go around certain situations. You minister who Christ is by not saying nothing at all. Oftentimes when I'm at work and, you know, they start have, they'll start having these conversations, very sexual, you know, vulgar and all this other stuff. And they'll hear me get quiet. They'll be like, oh, I say it done got quiet. There's a problem now. The Christian boy done got quiet. And guess what? They're, they just don't have to feel that way because it's not me convicting them. It's the Holy Spirit inside of me convicting them that, hey, you need to be born again too, bro. But other than that, don't be afraid. Don't let the enemy keep you quiet from talking about Christ. Talk about Christ, whether people want to hear it or not. Talk about him. And I just want to end by saying this. This whole thing is basically a cycle. You know, as you as you're born again, after you're born again, you know, you start spending time with God, you're reading his work, and seeing people cutting certain people off, you know, you get baptized, you join the church, you do all the things that we talked about in this Bible study. And after you grow in these areas and after you mature, you go out there and you hopefully lead someone else to Christ, you know? And then that person does it. That person grows and they and they do it to, they do it for somebody else. It continues to grow and we continue to do this and as we continue to do this as a body the whole body and a whole as a body of Christ we grow we grow in numbers and we grow strong we do it better when we do it together well dear friends that is the end of our Bible study it has been a pleasure studying and learning the Word of God with y'all uh, if you listen to this whole message and you have never received salvation and you felt someone tugging at your heart I say someone because it is just that it is someone is the Holy Spirit getting to your heart letting you know that you need to be born again you are not saved you need to be born again and I would encourage you to just simply add you know tell Lord Lord I'm sorry forgive me come into my life change me now save me now and be my Lord and Savior and the Bible says that he is faithful and just to forgive us of all of our sins just simply say Lord I'm sorry I forget I repent I turn from my old ways and I'm willing to accept you into my life amen and if you're willing to do that he will save you today amen but that's all the time we had. I love y'all and like always, be blessed and stay tuned.